health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw. Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. It's been a week for the Indy 11. On Tuesday, the club and head coach Mark Lowry announced they were going in separate directions. So after two seasons, Mark Lowry exits and the process to, I wouldn't say begin anew because of the roster construction that is in place, but to bring in a different voice to lead the charge for the Indy 11. Not only has Mark Lowry announced that he will not be back as the head coach for a third season, but for the first time since 2017, literally for the first time since the days in the North American Soccer League, Iose has announced that he is heading away as well. And the plan is for he and his family to head back to Spain, and I hear that, well, maybe still playing could be in his future for Io. We want to wish both Mark and Iose the best of luck. Obviously, the Indy 11 made progress this year, and I realize the season ended in a way that no one had hoped for or had envisioned, a 5-0 loss at the Charleston Battery. But it was a first playoff team for the first time in four years, and that is clearly of note. And again, there are now 10 players coming back from last year's Indy 11. The 10th of those is the longest tenured member of the team, despite the fact he just signed his first professional contract. Diego Sanchez is making the leap from being an academy player to being a full professional player. We will have Diego on the show next week. We're going to have him on today. However, with the Mark Lowry news, felt it was certainly worthy of having the president and CEO of the Indy 11 and Greg Stremlaw. In fact, he will join us on the next segment of the show. I'll get to our other guests coming up in a matter of moments. But Thursday was also a very important day because that is the day that contracts expire. Basically, 10-month contracts in the USL Championship going from February the 1st through November the 30th. And these are the players who will be exiting the club as their contracts will not be renewed. Tim Trilk, Robbie Dambrot, Meshack Jerome, Ben Rebino, Jesus Vasquez, Harrison Robledo. Now let's point out, both Ben and Harrison were actually on loan deals with the Indy 11. Brian Rabion, Roberto Molina, Stefano Pino, Sebastian Velasquez, and Vela kind of announced that on social media a couple of days ago. Thanks to all of those gentlemen for their contributions to the Indy 11. For some, it was parts of a season. For a couple of those guys, it was each of the last two seasons. We want to wish them well. A lot of those guys were, grace, were, were, were very gracious with their time to me on this program. So I wanted to make sure we acknowledged them off the top of the show and said thank you very much. So Greg Stremlaw in the next segment of the show. We're not talking about the Indy 11. We've got two fantastic guests on the show for you today. Tom Gallarder, who is the radio voice of FC Cincinnati. They are playing to appear in the MLS Cup Final for the first time. If they would win, they would host. And they play in a derby that is unique because of its proximity and because of its name. The hell is real derby. The Columbus Crew FC Cincinnati will explain to you why that derby has its name coming up in uh, about a couple of segments. And... The more things change, the more they stay the same. The Indiana Hoosiers, with despite the fact there weren't a seeded team this year, are playing in the NCAA quarterfinals. 
it seems like we say that every December, at least in terms of still playing. They are playing in state. They are playing at Notre Dame at five, a team they played to a 1-1 draw, I believe, in their second match of the season back on August the 24th. Starting netminder JT Harms will be joining us later as well. So, a lot of Indy 11 news to talk about and two other great guests that we will get to you on the program today. Greg Stremlaw will kick us off next as you're listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof, copyright 2015, imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care, even when it comes to paying for it. Insurance is very confusing. They gave me a name and a phone number. She works over at Community. She tells me, stop worrying. Let me take care of it. I got a plan. Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating health care at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing, building business with the next generation. We're here to help Chip and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about Chip. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at imcu.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. So often, this segment of the show is reserved for the head coach of the Indy 11. Well, unfortunately, as of Tuesday, there is not a current coach for the Indy 11. The Indy 11 and Mark Lowry have agreed to part ways, which means 
Thankfully, we felt it was time for a conversation with the CEO and president of the Indy 11. He graciously gave us some time. It is Greg Stremlaw that joins us now. And don't worry, every time we seemingly have Greg on the program, there's always an 11-part conversation. We will get to that at the back end of this segment. Greg, good morning. Thanks for the time. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, Rick. Of course. All right, so let's talk about Mark. Obviously, I think for a lot of people outside um you know this came as 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 somewhat of of stunning news and i realize there are certain things you can't get into in terms of a public conversation and public forum but i guess just your thoughts on on the news that broke tuesday that uh, the team and mark lowry are going to head in separate directions yeah i mean uh, it's professional sport so you know there is no real big secret here i mean at the end of the day you're right i won't go into human resource elements outside of saying you know we have parted ways and and mark has officially stepped down uh as we pushed out there and uh you know we we absolutely wish mark and his entire family the absolute best and and he knows that uh, we've had great conversations and you know i'm sure he'll have future plans uh that that, that that he'll talk about but at this stage um you're right we don't have a head coach and uh we are changing gears now for the 2024 season and uh in full pursuit of what that replacement uh, will look like. I, I guess just your thoughts on the imprint and impact that Mark made in his two years here with the Indy 11. Well, listen, we, I mean, we, we try to hire the best, and that's why we brought Mark in. I mean, Mark's uh, record speaks for itself. Uh, certainly prior to Indy 11, uh, his, his first year obviously was, was uh, like any coaches, is not, not always the easiest. Uh, this last year, as we all know, getting back into the playoffs and certainly uh, having a number of accolades, uh, you know, we're pleased with that progress and momentum. Uh, now we need to build on it, right? And we need a nucleus not only of great players, but great coaches and great staff members that, that act on behalf of the club to continue that momentum into 2024 and beyond. All right, so as you and I are having this conversation, we're literally four days removed uh, from this news breaking. Um, My guess is your email account and your phone has been blowing up in the last couple of days. Um, Again, I realize you're not, you're not, you know, talking out of school. You're not telling names here. What has the traffic been like? Yeah, I think you're bang on. Uh, the, the phone and email has blown up, uh, clearly unsolicited, but the news travels very, very uh, fast. In many industries, I would say in the coaching realm or in the sporting world, uh, probably even faster. Uh, uh, and, and with that, yes, we have been absolutely inundated with interest for this role and to be part of the club, which, again, isn't necessarily change we, we, we wanted to see, but you have to embrace it and, and take it for what it, it is. And, yeah, I would say, you know, without having a hard count, there is no doubt within the first 24 hours, uh, a big number, uh, over 100 resumes and applications had come in and crossed the desk officially um, and, 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 and some very highly credible candidates uh, from both USL championship head coaching positions and uh, MLS head coaching positions uh, as well as international. It's, it's always uh, impressive to see the the desire that uh, different coaching candidates or even staff members have from other nations to come and, and, and live and work here and be part of the club. So, uh, again, places like Argentina and Chile and South Africa and Germany, Portugal, Spain, I think we had five or six in the first day from, from the U.K. So we've, we've got our work cut out for us, but uh, we will expedite it in a very, very quick manner. It needs to be qualitative, of course. Uh, but we'll make sure we do our due diligence. The the new head coach has to fit into, obviously, our our culture, and and we want to make sure our players are very happy and excited uh, and is a a driven individual to help us uh, produce results for uh, all the other great things that we're doing 
on and off the field. The timeline is, is the next question, and obviously it's amazing to say this, as you and I are having this chat, we're two months away from training camp you know, starting. It's just kind of the cyclical nature of, of, of any soccer season here in, in the USL Championship. Any sort of timeline you have set for this process at this point, Greg? Uh, not not a hard date that certainly I'm going to talk about today. What I'd say is we certainly we want the head coach in place for training camp and well and well well before. So as I say, we've got our work cut out from us. I think we'll go through our screening process and review committee details and and try to do like any uh, any role uh, a shortlisting process. Uh, have discussions both uh, virtual and in person, um, and and see who the the right candidate is. Uh, ideally, would be great to be in a position prior to the holiday break that sure. we know who that is. Uh, but I'm not here today, Rake, to, to make that commitment because obviously we want to make sure the due diligence is not is not rushed. And uh, we also want to respect that many of these applicants that we feel are credible are going to also be currently gainfully employed, and we, we have to make sure that it works for their segue to come here. All right. Uh, obviously, you want to get there first, but you must first get it right. I understand that completely. And you touch on the players. It's, it's this unique situation. Again, as you and I are chatting, I, I think 11, 12 players, I, I think, on the active roster, obviously 10 of those that are coming back from last year's team. Just how much do you consult the players or, or, or kind of bring them into this process knowing – You've got very talented guys, very professional guys, but guys that also, to a certain degree, kind of you know fit a Mark Lowry system. How do you work the current roster into this process, Greg? Well, I, th- I think the first thing is we want to make sure we had open communication with them. So that that has been done. Uh, remember, we have other staff and other assistant coaches and other uh, people that are around, and so those meetings that have been had. We will continue to consult to make sure that there's an understanding of what we're looking for, and and, and their input will be very valued. Uh, as it will with, with other sectors of the business, right, and, uh, and ownership. So all of those things will be uh, on hand, but uh, you're right. The, the players, uh, certainly I think the dozen or so that we already know are, are, are rostered and their public, uh, uh, public information will be consulted for sure. All right, Greg Stremlaw, President CEO of the Indy 11, our guest, Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, obviously, the big news of the week is that Mark Lowry will not be coming back for a third season with the Indy 11 as club and coach elect to part ways. However, uh, there is the always news in terms of 11 Park, which we'll get to in a moment. But oh, another piece of news that broke yesterday that you're very proud of. It may seem like being the W League champ and the W League Club of the Year is one and the same. That's not the case. Yesterday, Indy 11 named the USL W League Club of the Year. What does that award entail? And, Greg, what does that mean to you? It means a lot to us as a club. I mean, again, we were were thrilled with the season we had yet again. The ladies put on an unbelievable performance on and off the pitch, uh, certainly winning it all. Uh, you know, as, an, as a true national championship and, and defeating 64 other teams unto itself is is a great feat. Uh, but to get a call, uh, you know, yesterday morning from USL HQ in Tampa and, and being told this this news that was going to be breaking and that we were voted the club of the year uh, based on a number of metrics. Again, I believe it, it's everything from operational excellence to how we host games to all sorts of different things. Uh, it, it's just another a wonderful feather in the cap for the club. So hats off to everybody involved from the coaching staff to the front office to every one of those players in particular. Um, They not only represented us with class and and, and pride, but clearly this is yet another way of saying, hey, we're doing some really good things. Players from each of the last two seasons playing in the Women's College Cup this weekend. Just kind of a sign as to 
the level at which the Indy 11 W League team is performing. Final thing before we let you go. Oh, yeah, it's nice that you and I can get eight minutes into a conversation without getting to 11 Park. What is new these days uh, on the southwest spoke of downtown Indianapolis? Yeah, I, I think a few things that would be top of mind there, Rake. Again, I won't be able to go into a lot of sure. detail, but one, we, ha- we, have, we have officially shifted into what's called design development of the stadium, which is the next gear, if you will, of really fine-tuning spaces and different things that, that are going to happen within that 20,000-plus seat stadium. So that's been an exciting shift for us as we, as we have more and more uh, partners and consultants that are assisting us with that professional framework. Uh, two, we've had a long uh, process of a, of a food and beverage purveyor and concessionaire uh, tender that we've just completed. We'll be making a public announcement of who's going to uh, be running that and our partner in that very important space uh, in, in, in a new state-of-the-art venue uh, in the very near future. So that's that's been an exciting accomplishment, which the public will know about here shortly. Uh, obviously, those that have walked past or been down in that area, you can see the demolition, the, the remediation, the abatement continues with a lot of rubble and a, and, and a lot of uh, continued concrete coming down as we're uh, moving the flag sticks forward, so to speak, on next steps for the overall development. All right, my friend, my guess is you and I are having another conversation like this when a new head coach is brought in, and you and I both hope it's before we get to the Christmas holidays. But until then, happy holidays, my friend. Thanks for the update this morning. Always good to catch up with you on the show. Same here, Rick. All the best. We'll get back to the Indy 11 in the final segment of the show, but we'll go briefly down I-74 and then up I-71. We'll explain that in the next segment of the show. Talking about the Eastern Conference Championship, which takes place just down the road in Cincinnati. The radio voice of FC Cincinnati, Tom Gallarder, joins us next as you're listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz Somerset and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm. And you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz Somerset and MHM. National Resources personal service as the highest performing national contractor of excellence Gaylor Electric offers complete design build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric 
The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And, you know, as as I looked at last week's schedule and I go, there's going to be a good chance a couple of friends of mine will be uh, doing a radio broadcast of the Eastern Conference Championship. And the news is, is absolutely what happened. But since I had like three of the four covered, I knew I'd have somebody that would get through. And since I pestered Chris Doran like three weeks ago, it's Tommy Gallarder that gets the annoying text message and phone call to be on Soccer Saturday. And he so graciously is accepted as we talk about hell is real and its impact on the MLS championship. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I am great. I appreciate the text. It's not annoying. It's good to hear from you. And always happy to uh, carve out some time on match day to chat with you and, and get ready for what's going to be an epic battle tonight. All right, so let's talk about the, the Derby name. Where does that stem from? Well, if you've ever made the drive between Cincinnati and Columbus uh, on I-71, there's a farmer with a sign. He has a few religious messages out there. And one of the signs on his farm that's right along the highway is Noah's Real. So, if you remember when FC Cincinnati was in the USL, go all the way back to 2017 and that fantastic U.S. Open Cup run right. that brought Columbus down the road 100 miles to Cincinnati and GB scored that header to win it 1-0. That's where everybody started calling it the Hell is Real Derby. Now, at the time, FC Cincinnati was in Major League Soccer. Obviously, 2019, they joined the league. And ever since then, meeting two or three times a season and ramping up the rivalry more and more. And Hell is Real has become the label, just like you get El Trafico out in L.A. or the Hudson River Derby in New York City. Um, you'll get Hell is Real up and down I-71. All right, so the reason I start laughing is, A, that's funny, uh, but, B, I married a girl from Reading, a Mount Notre Dame graduate, and I have not made that drive probably in 20 years from Cincy to Columbus on 71. But as soon as you said it, I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I I I know the farm. Uh, I I, yeah. I I know the signs of of, of yeah, which you reference. Yeah, they're all right there. And and, and and I did notice this when I went up in July. Um, it had started to fade considerably. It was, the, the sign was in very bad shape. And again, uh, this farmer owns it. Um, and. Then I, I just happened to go to Cleveland a couple of weeks ago and they repainted it. So it's it's bright and ready to go for this uh, this big battle. I know the teams are ready. Clearly the, the barn sign is too. And, and before we talk about your wonderful team and, and the big award news from earlier earlier this week, um, let, let's touch on the fact though, and again, this is I lived in Harrison, Ohio briefly. Mm-hmm. 
um, and I, I know enough Cincy to be dangerous. A lot of Ohio is the same, where everything centers around Ohio State sports for a lot of folks, with one notable exception, and that would be the city of Cincinnati. So this is less mm-hmm. soccer and more geopolitics, for lack of a better term. But explain the difference in Cincinnati and the rest of Ohio as a proud Cincinnati resident. Well, look, and, and note, I'm, I'm born and raised in Cleveland, so I got different you know it. Yep. ends of the state covered here, right? Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, sir, the, the entire state generally is very Ohio State proud. But, uh, you know, you have two, two powerful universities, one that doesn't have college football and Xavier University here in Cincinnati. And then you have the University of Cincinnati, who, uh, while not having a great year in college football this year, have historically had some good years, especially uh, as of late when Luke Fickle was the head coach. And, you know, before that with Brian Kelly um, and Butch Jones and some others that, that brought that success to the Clifton area. So, uh, look, there's a lot of very, very proud UC grads. There's a lot of very proud Xavier grads. The wild part of it all is that if those two go, or I'm sorry, if FC Cincinnati wins on Saturday uh, tonight, you know, and then advances to next Saturday, I should say, in the MLS Cup final, that happens like two hours before the Crosstown shootout, which is UC <laughs> against Xavier, and, and one of the biggest, you know, days of the calendar year um in, in cincinnati so uh, if we see the orange and blue advance tonight then it's gonna be a very very busy day in the city um one week from tonight but uh no it it, it is a bit unique in, in that regards but it's still let's be honest a lot of ohio state fans uh here in the city and uh, a lot of people who don't root for ohio state because they have other interests all right so with that um everybody can get behind the blue and orange in cincinnati and especially yeah. with luciano acosta being the league's mvp as recognized on monday Clearly, you're in favor of him getting the award. Yeah, what what, what made him an MVP-level player this year? Oh, I mean, he just was, uh, more often than not, the best player on the pitch, right? And he made the team infinitely better every time he played. You know, he didn't he didn't miss much this year. He had a suspension for one game due to yellow card accumulation. Um, he missed a match in St. Louis. He had a minor injury, and then that, that match in St. Louis was a disaster without him um he he was on the bench at a game in chicago and, and the team was down three to one and he came in and the team scored twice in the last 10 minutes to get a draw out of that match so um you know it was very obvious that when lucho's on the pitch uh, fc cincinnati is is much much better and he was a big part of the reason that the orange and blue went on to win the supporter shield in the regular season um he just elevated his play above everybody else in the league and 17 goals, 14 assists. You know, last year he was dishing up more assists. The team had some droughts with some of their goal scorers at times, so he stepped up and, and scored goals. So um, he was a great leader, and, and if you saw the voting numbers, he ran away with the award, and rightfully so. And uh, this past Monday was awarded it uh, at TQL Stadium, and uh, I think he'll, he'll, be, he'll be taking a pitch tonight with that much more pride inside of him. Um, trying to push this thing for two more wins. Obviously, last year was a quantum leap forward to make the playoffs for the first time, to win a round in the playoffs, and you have to have superseded expectations for this year, whatever they were going in. So with that, what did you think the logical next step for this team was going to be in 2023? Well, I think it was a further push in, you know, the MLS Cup playoffs. Last year, obviously – you know, I don't want to say that everybody was just happy to be there because I don't think that that's fair, but I think everybody going into last season, the 2022 season, I mean, thought, okay, this team can compete for a playoff spot. Uh, are they definitely a playoff team? Well, time will tell. 
and obviously they competed and, and did really well. So coming into this year, the expectation was you got to be probably in the top half uh, of those playoff teams in the Eastern Conference, meaning you'll get some home games or more home games um, at TQL Stadium that you'll continue to show improvement. And, and that if you're a you know, one, two, three, or even a four seed, then you have a really good chance to make a run and you know go further in these MLS Cup playoffs. But uh, you got to get there. Then, then the lights went on. Boy, oh boy. Um, in May, it went on in every way because, of course, there was that amazing U.S. Open Cup run um, that sadly ended in the semifinal. Otherwise, this team could very well be playing, you know, for the trouble right now, sure. um, or, or the possibility of it. And you know, uh, this this messy fella showed up in the Queen City you know, <laughs> for his first the work U.S. That's Open Cup, right? You, know, you, you feel a little diverse. hard done in that way, but. Man, when the lights came on in, in April, May, June, and the team went on that, uh, that spectacular run, um, they took over first place in the league and never looked back from the middle of May. And, you know, locked up the supporter shield at the end of September with a few games to spare and got that one seed. And the team has been so good at home now, winning 19 times inside of TQL Stadium across all competitions and only losing twice. And, look, there were some draws. They lost a penalty kick shootout, but only losing a 90-minute match twice in that building and one of those games was after a uh, you know heavily rotated team after winning the supporter shield you know a couple of days earlier so um they have a massive home field advantage and and you know the hope is that that will help them empower them through these last two games um you know through mls cup which will be next saturday but no it's been uh, you know i think the expectations was to go further the team has now gone further but now the expectation when you're the one seed is you got to win the whole thing. I'll answer my next question in part, and Tommy Gallardo, radio voice of, of FC Cincinnati, kind of join us on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5, and I'll answer my own question in part even before I ask it, in that winning helps you know keep flooding the, the, the tickets uh, in, in terms mm-hmm. of people wanting to come watch the team. But I bring this up because when this team shot forward like a comet and was drawing thousands upon thousands at Nippert playing in the USL Championship yeah. – um, and you fast, you know, and to me, part of it was, well, the Reds were terrible. The Bengals couldn't figure it out. UC was kind of walking. They were a very good program, but not in terms of the power five. Well, now largely those things have flipped. The Reds, we feel, are on the precipice of doing something special. I know it's a rough year for the Bengals, but it's because of injuries. You know, you've got your quarterback for the next 10, 15 years figured out. UC's playing in the Big 12. Yet I say this, you're drawing 25,000 a match. At TQL, what yeah, what what, what night and it's sold out tonight. Yeah, what 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 has FC Cincinnati done other than winning to keep yeah. this wonderful fan base that has been there seemingly since day number one? It's the connection with the community, right? And that was the uh, effort from the first day as a team in, in the USL was that they were going to be the city's team. They were going to be connected to the community. That was certainly the case in the USL, and it's carried forward. And you think about a team that its first three years in Major League Soccer finished dead last. Right. <laughs> right? And that 2021 season, you know, I was talking to some people recently, it was probably the hardest one um, because the expectations were higher. You had a coach returning for the first time, um, and you were opening a new stadium. So you're like, at the very worst, now you're going to get the home field advantage, and the team only won one of 17 games in 2021 at home. Like, that's dreadful. And um, but yeah, despite all that, the fans kept coming. And even then, it's not like the crowds ever dipped to ten, eleven, twelve thousand people. Um, the building was still, you know, mostly full, even at the end of that dreadful twenty twenty one season when 
when there was no chance in the playoffs and, and the team really struggled at home. So they were still getting 20, 21,000, 22,000. And now you look at the team and they're winning and there's a waiting list for season tickets. They've maxed out season tickets. Mm. So, you know, there's people, people on the list hoping that they'll find a place to, uh, to get involved. So, uh, you know, all that said, yeah, will it, uh, uh, you know, the, the the fans here in Cincinnati have, have just been unbelievable. They've answered the bell every time, you know, they, they feel they have a connection with the team, with the players, the coaches, and, uh, you know, it the, the atmosphere is unbelievable. The the reaction, the way the building shakes after a goal, um, the, the, the crowd singing Mr. Brightside after the win um, on Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, you know, in the Philadelphia game, it sounded – it was the loudest, uh, you know, I've heard it for an FC Cincinnati match and probably right up there, honestly, with the USA-Mexico match two years ago. So I expect that will just be amplified ten more times uh, tonight and with a win even further into that cup final one week from today. Roman Celentano, two years with stopping shots in Bloomington. He didn't have to yeah. go very far, but it's light years away from IU to, to the top of Major League Soccer. Uh, he's played in every league match but one this year. How would you describe year two for Roman? Oh, he's just been uh, a consummate professional, honestly. I think that's probably the way to put it. And But like you said, a kid that's two years out of Indiana, um, a youngster in the league, he stepped in a second-year pro, but he acts like a you know, long-tenured veteran in Major League Soccer. And I think it's been a huge benefit to him to have somebody like Alec Cam, who frankly was the starter before he got injured. And, and, and then Pat Noonan and Paul Rogers and the staff had the wherewithal to – you know, not go to Kenneth Vermeer there for a start or two, but to give Roman a chance. And Alec's rehab took a little bit longer than Alec had COVID, and, and Roman just kept stopping shots, and there was no turning back. Um, you know, and, and Alec has been a great teammate and friend to Roman, and I think probably taught him a lot as a mentor here early in his career. But uh, Roman's proved to be one of the best shot stoppers in the league. And you know what? When lights go on in the playoffs, he's been even better. Uh, this kid put together a 1.12 goals against average during the regular season across 33 starts. Now in the playoffs, three playoff games this year is a 0.33 goals against average with two clean sheets in there. And across his now five career playoff matches in two years is 0.6 goals against average. He saved 88% of the shots he's faced. So um, he, he's so impressive and he's down to earth. Um, you know, and, and what I say on the air often and what I love about him is that you know, often you see goalies, uh, you know, and look, it's a very emotional position. Um, but you see a lot of emotion from them during the games, especially when a goal is conceded and finger pointing um, from, from goalies. And you never see that from Roman. He's not showing up his teammates. He's not screaming at his defenders if they miss an assignment. Look, they'll get back in the room, and I'm sure they figure it out at halftime sure. or post game or, or, you know, in the week after a game. But he's not the type of goalie who – you know, is looking for somebody else to blame when a goal is conceded. Um, you know, he's the first to admit his faults when he when he doesn't have a great day, and when he has a, a great day or, or when they get a clean sheet, he's the first to to celebrate with his back line and, and give them credit. So, I think consummate professional. You know, just as in his sophomore season in Major Soccer is the best way to to describe Roman Solentano. All right, we have taken up way too much of your time. What stick are you on this evening? What do you have? In, I, I realize Apple TV home broadcast. I get yeah, that. Apple, what, what, yeah, what, I mean, what's the old school over the air frequency you got? Oh, oh dude, we got the big one. Tonight. There we go. 700. That's why I'm asking. 700 WLW for the, 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 you know, probably the biggest game in, in franchise history. We're going to put it out on the big one. So power, 
power it up 38 states and half Canada or whatever. So let's go. In other words, I'm not discouraging you from ever listening to 93.5 and 107.5 nope. The Fan. If you want to flip to that AM dial, you will hear these golden pipes calling the Hell is Real Derby Playoff Edition. And he's kind of spent a quarter of an hour with us this morning talking about it. Tell me, my friend, thank you. Best of luck. And I hope for you, you're your host on MLS Cup Final next weekend. Yeah, you and me both. It would be really exciting. So I uh, appreciate you having me on, Greg. And uh, keep doing great work out there. We'll talk again soon. Great conversation with Tom. Always appreciate when he joins the show. The Western semi or the Western Championship that is played later tonight will be Houston and LAFC. Again, FC Cincinnati wins. They will host the MLS Cup Final next week. We'll bring it closer to home and the college level. JT Harms is between the posts today at 5 o'clock when Indiana plays for the right to go to the College Cup yet again. They have knocked off ACC teams the last two weekends. Look to make it three in a row against Notre Dame. JT joins us next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5-1075, The Fan. More do. Authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner Puma to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com. Hello, soccer fans. This is Jerry Abley from Indiana University. For championship real estate expertise in the metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy. Indiana is my home. Nino is my homeboy. Follow Nino as my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. 
Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. A tradition that seemingly has gone on as long as Indiana men's soccer has made continuous NCAA tournaments. That's now since 87, by the way. Is them playing into December gives us a chance to talk about them here on this program. Starting goalkeeper JT Harms, his second year in the program. He's basically started about every match since he stepped foot on campus after playing two years at Duke. He joins us now as they prepare for the challenge of Notre Dame in the national quarterfinals. JT, thanks for the time today. How you doing? Great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, obviously, you know, you guys making the NCAA quarters is not a surprise. You're used to playing for championships and playing in the College Cup, etc. But because of, of, of how the kind of season started and maybe the lack of the usual national ranking, this might be a surprise to some outside of the program. Is it a surprise to you guys that you're still playing with one more weekend of the soccer season to go? No, absolutely not. You know, we, yeah, we had a slow start to the season, probably not up to the IU standards. We understand that. And, you know, that was something that we were, we were working through in the locker room and we were having conversations about. But um, from the jump, we knew the quality that we had and that this is a deep tournament team. And, you know, even though it was a three and three, three and four start, if I remember correctly, um, you know, it, it, we, we were putting the performances in. Um, we were dominating games. We weren't getting the final result, but we knew if we stayed the course and, um, you know, continue to work on that, that final product, um, things would start falling into place, and, and they did. We went on an incredible run, and here we are in the Elite Eight playing in December, which is a privilege. Is, is it as simple as I realize that you're in the goal-stopping department, not the goal-scoring department, so I acknowledge that before I answer it. Is it simply a matter of, 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 of shots found in the back of the net on a more regular basis? Was there some sort of you know, event that was a turning point for your guys? What, what would you kind of chalk it up to from, say, early October on? Yeah, no, it's a, it was a collective effort. I mean, when we, we hit that three, three and four start, we, uh, you know, we came together as a team, um, you know, outside of uh, the coaches, outside of our time here in training. And, you know, we met, we talked through things and we knew that we needed to, you know, step it up and, you know, players, we needed to, the guys in the field needed to, you know, put in some better performances collectively. And, and that starts with defensively keeping clean sheets, um, limiting teams to very few chances on goal. And then on the, on the other end of the ball, um, you know, as soon as we get a chance putting our opportunities away, um, you know, we, our numbers, our shots on goal have jumped up tremendously. Um, our goal scoring has jumped up tremendously. So all, all together, it's been an incredible collective effort. And now we're finding ways to win, even when we're not on our best day, um, getting over that line. And that seems to be a theme with this team is, is getting the result no matter what. Obviously, I, I, I touched on the fact that you played two years at Duke and then came to Indiana why was why was the timing right to make the change after 2021 heading into last year in Bloomington? Yeah, Duke wasn't the best fit for me at the time. Uh, I wanted a, a new challenge, something uh, you know to you know push me and help my development. Um, my goal is to play at the next level, and so I wanted to be a, at a, a program where you know the, there's a standard of winning, of development, and you know creating professional players and so uh indiana stands out head and shoulders above the rest it's the most winning program in college soccer um so as soon as they came around my my mind was set on that and their tradition of producing high level goalkeepers i knew that if i could get my foot in the door um you know i i can control my work ethic and um 
you know, I've got a, a great team that will, will push me in training and, um, you know, we like to say iron sharpens iron in, uh, in our in our program. When, when you made the move, because again, I, I know you were largely a backup at Duke, and and now you're going to Indiana. Did you expect to play as 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 much as you have the last couple of years? Did you have that level of confidence? What were kind of your expectations going into it? Yes, one thousand percent. I expected to play every game I was at Duke. Um, that was the expectation coming out of high school. I. Um, you know, I played youth national growing up, sure. Columbus Crew, and so moving into that position, I knew that you know I was ready whenever I was given my chance, and I just needed a chance. And so, you know, I needed uh, I had a tough run of injuries at at Duke, um, and through the COVID season, and so coming to Indiana, I knew that if I had my chance, that I would take it and run with it. And uh, you know, it, it's a process that doesn't happen overnight. You've got to earn the trust of your teammates, of the coaches, and build a body of work that you know proves consistency and that you can keep your team in games and so over the course of the past two seasons I feel like I've really improved that body of work and and shown that I can be uh, one of the best if not the best goalkeepers in the country you are uniquely qualified to answer this because a lot of guys that that play college soccer at IU yeah they play at a high level afterwards or beforehand but they don't have any other college experience to compare it to you Duke I do do and again Duke is the ACC is at a tremendous level what is it that makes Indiana great? You've now lived it for the last two years, other than just the, the, the logo and the stars on the crest. What is it that makes teams so tough to beat from Bloomington? Yeah, I think, honestly, it, you know, the answer is kind of in the question there. Is that it, A large part of it is the, is the crest and the stars above it. Uh, we put a lot of pride in the culture that we've built at Indiana, and that's instilled in, in you from day one. I remember my first day walking into the locker room, the first conversations we had were talking about the possibility of playing in another college cup or another national championship game. And that's not, that's a genuine conversation. You can't fake that. There's a a genuine belief at Indiana. Every time that you walk out that you will, you will win and that you will, you know, take your team to multiple titles. And so coming here, um, learning the history of the program, uh, which starts with Jerry Yegley um, and all the work that he did for the program, and that's now carried on by by Todd. It's it's incredible, and you feel a, a tremendous responsibility to carry that torch and do the alumni proud and, and do the university proud. JT Harm, starting netminder for the Indiana men's soccer team in NCAA quarterfinals uh, at Notre Dame coming up this weekend. Joining us here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and, and 107.5 The Fan. Listen, you were going to go all out against whomever you were playing the last three rounds of the tournament. But the last two just happened to be ACC teams in ACC country that make it a little more special for you those last couple of weekends. Yeah, yeah, it makes it, it, makes it very special. And, uh, you know, for the Big Ten, we want to, um, you know, garner some respect for the Big Ten. And, you know, going into the tournament unseated, we knew we had a chip on our shoulder. And whoever is going to be on the other side of the field from us, we're going to, you know, prove to them that we play in a, an incredible conference and that we are an incredible team that, you know, is not finished yet. We want to we wanna win the whole thing. All right, so with that, not only is it an ACC team you're playing on Saturday – it's an in-state opponent and one you saw all the way back on August the 24th. Did you kind of have in the back of your mind when you guys played in late August, we might see these guys again down the road? Yeah, 100%. Notre Dame's a very good team and a very good program with a, a winning culture. So we knew that, you know, this is a team that, you know, you, you'll likely see in the postseason. Um, and, you know, we've had uh, a lot of success against Notre Dame in the past, but they're always a tough opponent. 
Um, and, you know, after the one, one result on the road, we knew that that was a game we want back and we want, we want to see them again and, and show them how far that we've, we've come over the course of the season and how much we've developed. So we're expecting a, a big turnout, hopefully a lot of red in the crowd. Um, but most importantly on the field, we, we think that we have a, a unique opportunity to show the country how much we've grown from that first game of the season. All right, uh, before we let you go, a couple more quick things. And obviously, I know these are kind of future things, so I acknowledge that as I ask them to you. You talk about seeing red in the crowd in South Bend. Obviously, you get past that one. The, you're not taking a flight. You're taking a bus to, to get to the College Cup this year, being down in Louisville, and you can literally see Indiana from the open end of the stadium. Yeah. What sort of atmosphere, if you can get past this very good Notre Dame team, would you expect in Louisville next Friday and the following Monday? Yeah, this is a, a conversation that inevitably kind of lingers around the locker room throughout the course of the season. Knowing that the Final Four would be in Louisville, we knew that there's a unique opportunity to play a national championship game um, close to home. So, you know, we, we talk about it. You know, our main focus right now is Notre Dame, but we know how much it would mean to the Indiana community um, in getting Hoosiers in the stands. We, we completely expect a, a full stadium of red. Um, sellout crowd and we expect to celebrate with them all right sounds good all right now uh once you would get past that um there's this little matter of, of being a senior and and professional soccer awaits <laughs> what does the immediate future look like after december whenever this run ends for you and your teammates hopefully after adding another star on on monday december the 11th um what's kind of the immediate future look like for you as far as taking that next step past college yeah my uh, my goal has always been to be a professional player and sustain a professional career. Um, now I have a great home at Indiana. Um, we've had a lot of success, and I feel like my development is uh, growing here at Indiana. Um, so with that being said, there's been good interest um, from the next level. However, at the end of the day, I want to do what's best for me, so I'm just taking things day by day. Um, Either way, I don't think I can make a wrong decision. But, you know, I love I love Bloomington. I love being here at Indiana, and I'm very proud to, to play for this program. So that's definitely something that, that weighs into the decision. In, in other words, you've got a red shirt slash COVID year. You might come back for a fifth season is what you're telling me. You're kind of leaving that possibility open potentially? Yes, 100%. All right, sounds good. Well, again, you've got enough to worry about in the near future. Good luck against Notre Dame. Thanks for the time today. We greatly appreciate it. Best luck. I hope I see you playing next weekend. Thank you very much. Go Hoosiers. We'll talk more about the College Cup one way or the other next week because friend of this show, Devin Kerr, will be in Louisville on the call Friday and Monday. He and I actually are scheduled to get beers on Saturday. This should be fun. Maybe Devin joins the show back-to-back weeks. Who knows what might happen. All right, uh, we're up against it time-wise. I hope to bring you uh, Diego Sanchez next segment. If we don't have time we may push that conversation back to next week on the show. Back to wrap it up next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5-1075 The Fan. Made fresh just for you. Penn Station sizzling hot grilled subs served on their famous fresh baked bread, awesome fresh cut fries, and fresh squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio because at Penn Station East Coast Subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, Order by phone or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. 
the places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. Meet Kate. Okay, I'll send that report. Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at imcu.com. Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program. Or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school. Or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivytech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. A couple of minutes left to go in this edition of Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. First one piece of USL championship news. You know, our buddy Trevor James, former Indy 11 man, who has been the man in charge of Detroit City, as they kind of worked their way up the USL championship level, it was announced at the end of the season he would stay on as the head of football operations, but would no longer be the head coach. Danny Dicchio, the man that has the first goal in the history of Toronto FC and has been coaching on their youth side of things over the last several years, he'll be the new man in charge of DCFC. Now, that's the bit of USL championship news with which I can share with you. Next week on the show, again, Diego Sanchez, who is making the leap from Indy 11 Academy product to Indy 11 professional player. He will be joining us on the program. I know my buddy Devin Kerr will be chiming in because he will be in Louisville for the College Cup Finals that we know will have at least a member of the state of Indiana, either IU or Notre Dame, will be a part of that event. Speaking of the College Cup, this weekend in a place we know well, Cary, North Carolina, is the host of the Women's College Cup. Thought it was very fitting that two teams had an Indy 11 player from the last couple of seasons that plays in the finals. Um, Rachel McCarthy, who was a big part of last year's success in the inaugural W League season, 
Hal Hirschfeld, who is a big part of the regular season success for Clemson. Rachel plays for BYU. They both make the College Cup finals. Semifinals were last night. Women's Championship is on Monday, so we'll kind of recap that coming up uh, on the show next Saturday as our college conversations wind down. Congratulations to the four Indiana NAIA men's teams that reached the final 16 of their national tournament. Indiana Tech and Bethel made the quarterfinals. They both got sent home on Thursday, so no one no one advances to the championship round, but congratulations to those teams on fantastic seasons, too. And while we don't have time for like a full Champions League recap, how cool was it to see Team USA's Ricardo Pepe get the game winner for Eindhoven in their fifth of sixth group stage matches? They get one point. They are on to the knockout rounds in the round of 16. That was awfully cool to see at midweek this week. We got to go. Thank you, Mark Lowry. Thank you, Ioze. Thank you to so many members of the Indy 11 that we learned this week would not be back for 2024. We say this all the time. We mean it. You will always be Indy forever. When more roster news breaks next week or even head coaching news breaks next week, of course, we'll have it covered for you here. Thank you for listening to Soccer Saturday 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. By Community Health, dream big, work hard, finish strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. For more information, log on to 1075thefan.com or indy11.com. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center elevated pool and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. 
It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree, they care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.